Before we get started, just want to remind you guys that The Goldcast is on facebook.com slash The Goldcast. You can also find us on Twitter at The Goldcast underscore. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Stitcher and iTunes. We're on Stitcher and iTunes. We'll be moving to a couple more platforms soon, but right now we are on iTunes and Stitcher. We are also on YouTube. Don't forget, don't forget to subscribe to us there so you can catch up for all the latest and greatest. You can see all of our up-to-date articles and most of the things that we tend to reference in the Goldcast podcast, you can find on facebook.com slash the Goldcast. Don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Today's episode is sponsored by U.S. American Quarters. Pennies are completely obsolete. And are you tired of nickels? I sure am. And dimes, they're smaller than all of them. That's why we have the American U.S. Quarter. Tired of those paper dollars? Well, trade them in and get yourself a heavy bag of quarters at a nearby bank today. All right, here we go. Raymond and I are back for a mini podcast we're going to be talking about the uh, promotion of Adam Peters to the gold to the to the gold cast to the to the 49ers we're really really excited here we go San Francisco are you ready this is the gold cast boom Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. This is a Gold Cast Mini, the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa I. Oh, man, Raymond. I woke up this morning at about 7.55 a.m., and here's my normal schedule. Normally what I do is I wake up about 7.55, you know, between 7.50 and like 8.10 every morning, right? And I check my phone and I see mm-hmm. if I have any text messages and if there's anything that, um, any pertinent information that I should be aware of. And if there isn't, I go back to bed till 9 a.m. That's normally that's what I do. This that's is pretty much what I do too. <laughs> yeah. Because so. my phone's on silent at night. And then so when I wake up, I check because I'm, I'm going to get stuff all through the night and I have a copious amount of uh, notification sounds like I was telling you off air. I have mm-hmm. a bunch of custom sounds, so I and I'm a fairly light sleeper, so that stuff would keep me up. So I do the same thing you do. I check it in the morning, and I'm like, oh, nothing. All right, I'm gonna lay back down. Yep, exactly. Well, this morning, I got a text from you. It said, "Home run. 49ers hire Adam Peters uh, as VP of Player Personnel. He was the former." head of uh, college scouting for the Denver Broncos 49er faithful oh yeah oh I man. loved it Since, well I heard the interview on Sunday night and then immediately first thing in the morning less than 24 hours it's a done deal I mean that is that is pretty impressive from a guy who's never been a GM before to pick one of the best scouts from one of the most recently successful teams. And by the way, he was also the scouting assistant and pro scout and area scout for the New England Patriots from 2003 to 2008. So that is, and, and there's three Super Bowl trips, two wins, one loss uh, within that stretch, or I think two losses, right? 49er faithful! Yeah. I feel like. And he also had two trips with Denver. So he's had four, five, six. He's been part of six different Super Bowl campaigns. Three of which he they have won, 
and three of which he's lost. But the point is just getting there, putting that group, putting that, being a part, having a hand and putting those squads together, it pretty much punches your ticket in terms of credibility. And the fact that we got this guy and he's now RVP, that's just speaks volumes, not only to John Lynch's ability to command respect and, and, you know, intrigue to, to draw people into, but also, um, the, the first step in a new culture in San Francisco, uh, hopefully towards the right direction. Raymond, I, I have one thing to say to this. What's that? 49er faithful! <laughs> I, I picture myself standing on top of the pyramid building with, with, a, with, a, with a chalk line jacket on, and I'm like swinging a 49ers flag, calling for all of us to assemble. <laughs> assemble. Assemble here. You get like a horn, it's like... And all, like every 49er faithful like looks up and they go, we're, we're being called. We're being called, and then and, and everyone runs into the street, and we're and I'm just waving the flag on top of the pyramid building for everyone to, to join us to join us in in, uh, in 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 a new day for the 49er faithful. Now here's the thing, I was I was watching ESPN uh, today, and they said some really interesting things that I agreed with, uh, that I didn't know that I I that made more sense that John Lynch has. What did was in the several of, was in some of the rooms watching John Elway rebuild the Broncos, and one of the things he learned from John Elway is that John Elway didn't have any pre- previous experience either. So what John Elway did was he put people underneath him that had the experience, that had the know-how, so that he could so he could help manage and organize and make final decisions, but put experts in their positions to bring him the players necessary to get it done. And that is exactly what Adam Peters hiring does. It gets me so pumped. It's super smart. I would rather take the head of college scouting from Denver than I would from Green Bay. They have been there recently. They went there with the number one offense. And then two years later, we're back with the number one defense. And the fact that they were able to completely adapt to what was happening in the in the NFL at the time, and they were able to completely change the culture of the team, change the personnel, and to go back to the Super Bowl. That is the guy that I want. That's the kind of guy that that John Lynch needs in there. And I was so excited. I have to admit, after we after we recorded on Sunday, I was I you know, and you I, I was texting you, and with each like passing hour, I was becoming more and more pessimistic about this John Lynch hire. I really was, and you know, mm-hmm. I was. I know, and it's it's actually every a lot of people were only those close to John, or people who have crossed paths with John were very very positive about the hire because he's a high character guy, super intelligent. Not only does he does he know football, but he knows it as well as coaches. So he's an X's and O's type of guy, which you don't normally see in GMs. I know Trent Baalke liked like to preach and talk as if he knew football and I'm sh- and uh, and yes he did know it to a certain degree but not to the extent of John Lynch for obvious reasons he's a nine-time pro bowler he won a super bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers he was actually when he was in Stanford for a senior year he was actually a quarterback up to that point and then Bill Walsh had taken over the coaching at that time and this was in the 90s when he had left the team to George Seifert and went to go coach Stanford for a few more years and as this is after he won three Super Bowls, and that very next year, George Seifert won the back-to-back Super Bowl in '89. So at this time, he had gone back to coach. 
John Lynch was a quarterback. He begged John Lynch to come back and said, hey, um, I want you to come back for your senior year. Come play for me. I'll coach you. And I want you to move to safety because I think you can, I think you can become a Pro Bowl safety. And John Lynch said, I, he said in his interview, his, his welcome interview to the press the other day, today, that uh, he thought Bill Walsh was crazy. But how did that turn out for John? Well, now he's in the final, one of the finalists to become part of this year's Hall of Fame class. <clears throat> wow, I didn't know that story, right? That's amazing. I didn't see the presser with John Lynch, so that's incredible. Well, it was it wasn't a formal pre- like a visual presser. It was a phone conference because he's in Houston covering the Super Bowl per Fox. He thought that it was a, he thought that he should honor his obligations that he had with Fox. Jed York encouraged this and said, "Yes, I think you should honor those obligations too." You know, we there we technically can't even do anything with Kyle until after the Super Bowl anyways, so might as well do that. You know, we can still do certain things like put some people in place obviously adam peters was hired within less than 24 hours after john lynch getting hired so they they can still get some things done but in terms of getting to getting all of the core think tank together you know that can't happen until after the super bowl which is fine it's totally fine here's the thing we 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 need a we need a quarterback bad and we need eyes all over the country right now for a lot of various positions we need a middle linebacker uh, it wouldn't hurt to get another offensive line. Uh, someone on the offensive line wouldn't hurt to get someone else on the defensive line. I and mean, we have holes everywhere. But Adam Peters, he truly does calm my nerves. And I think he's a brilliant hire and an, uh, an A-plus home run hire. And I really believe we are sitting at the start of a new culture in San Francisco. I agree. And this guy has worked his way up. He was the scouting assistant during the back-to-back Super Bowl years in New England. And then the very next year, he then became the pro scout. That means he's not so much on the college circuit. He's more or less uh, sniffing out free agency guys, guys on the pro circuit, guys guys from practice squads, not just free agents, improving guys, also guys on practice squads, you know, uh, potential you know, up and comers, things like that. Then he was the area scout for for the next two years. Then we know when he went to Denver, he was the Western Regional Scout, and then he did that for two seasons. Then the following three seasons, he was the National Scout, and then after that, for the next two seasons, he was the Assistant Director of College Scouting. So there he was, the number two man next to the guy that oversees the director of college scouting next to the guy that oversees all of the college all of the college scouting so all of the college talent obviously they're reporting and getting information from their scouts who are on the ground looking at stuff I'm assuming he's a part of that too. Sometimes, it, a lot of times, the director of college scouting does do go on trips to evaluate players too. Not they don't just sit back and just kind of receive reports and look at reports. They have to look at film and see guys live too. And then this following year, he had got promoted again, worked his way up again to director of college scouting, and now he's our VP of scouting. <clears throat> so he's he's moved up in the ranks. Um, you don't get promoted for doing a bad job. So that's that's the uh, that's the common sense that I want to get across to the fans today, especially those that are skeptical. I know some people are skeptical, but the Adam Peters hire was an extremely reassuring and encouraging hire today that I think everybody should be excited about. I agree. I absolutely agree. I remember Jed York said something on Sunday that just really irked me. He said, uh, you know, they weren't afraid to do something different. And I don't remember. I don't think I said this on the last pod, but I, I did tell you this at some point. I said. This isn't a fashion company. This isn't a tech firm. Like, I don't want different. I want proven track records of success. I want resumes with success. I want 
you know, proven systems to be followed. I, I'm not interested in different. This is, like I said, this isn't a fashion company. This isn't a tech firm. We're not trying to do things different. There's a, there are winning formulas, and that is what I want to see. And Adam Peters 100% establishes that exact request that I want, that I was saying that I wanted to see. Yeah, it is. And obviously the John Lynch hire is definitely out of the box. That had more to do with the trepidation that Jed York had going into this new hiring because now he had two two big holes to fill in the GM and the head coach. And so he knows going forward in retrospect that if he doesn't get this right uh, in terms of having two guys that have a good working relationship, it can destroy a football team. That is something that no team is immune to. So you have to get good quality people in there. That's why the Colts fired their GM because he was uh, he was hard to get along with. He didn't he did not communicate very well. He's very stubborn, very bullheaded and did not accept input from people. And as a result, he lost his job. And now they have the Kansas City Chiefs. Chris Ballard that's gotten brought in over there, which I think is a tremendous hire. If you're a Colts fan, wow, you've gotten a quality guy that is going to put some quality players around Andrew Luck. So, I mean, look out AFC because in the next two years, Luck is going to get the personnel he rightfully deserves. But going back to the Niners, um, this uh, this to me, it, it was just really, really good of like, yeah, sure, the John Lynch thing is is – out of character nobody saw it coming it, it, they surprised everybody with it and and that is because they were thinking about the relationship what is the working relationship and john lynch is the one who called who called kyle shanahan and said hey um i think you know let's you know they were having talks about hey why don't we team up and do this and kyle shanahan was like without even you know, Batten and I was totally on board based on what he knows of John Lynch, his work ethic. Obviously, he knows that he doesn't have an experience, but he knows John Lynch's work work ethic. He knows his respectability among the league, and he knows what the potential could be if they were working together in tandem. Obviously, there's it's not to take away anything from the candidates that got an interview. You know, uh, Terry McDonough was very humble and said very nice things about John Lynch and was congratulatory towards him. So he was a pro about it. I don't think there were any comments from the Minnesota guy. Not sure if they got any. I didn't see any reports on that. But this is uh this is look you know, based on this first hire alone, it's very encouraging. And I'm I, I was on the optimistic side from the beginning because I was like, look, this guy sat in with John Elway at the Broncos. He's been a part of Super Bowl uh construction he, which which is a good thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Adam Peters. I'm sorry. Um, John Lynch has been in, in the meeting rooms with John Elway watching him build that team, not having a hand in it so, so much. But he watched him build that team. He was a part of a building process as a player in Tampa Bay. So that first – so he not only has the experience of having – of seeing it firsthand, but he also has that third-party perspective too, watching it done from the front, front office perspective as well. So those are all good things, whether it translates to being a quality GM Am I saying that? No, but it does help him help him. It will help him going forward here and also modeling John Elway by hiring people who have the pedigree underneath him so that he can get it right. Because if you hire people that don't know what they're doing just as much as he does, then he then, yeah, it's going to fall flat on its face. But if yeah, he hires it's, it's the quality, blind leading the blind at that point. It, exactly. So he's putting quality people up there. That's that's a part of the general uh, that's a general uh, 
that's one of the ingredients of the general formula for success is to go and seek out people who are who have done it before who uh, who do it and you want to learn to do it so you you work with those people that's exactly what he's doing yep i think it's uh it's a fantastic hire i'm super excited we're so super excited we had to drop a gold cast mini to uh to discuss this real quick Raymond, uh, you, I, I think we've got it. I, I don't know about you, but I'm super excited about the draft. Uh, I can't wait to see what these guys do. Yeah, and see, that's the other thing, too. A lot of people don't know. Some people are thinking like, what? Well, I, I'm just really concerned about John Lynch's ability to evaluate players. I'm like, well, you got to remember, even though he just got hired and he's probably not going to be – running around looking at games because the college, the college season is over, but he is going to be at the combine and we've already had, you know, how, however many people we have on staff in our scouting department, probably about a dozen or half a dozen guys that have already been out there evaluating talent. So they're going to bring all those reports back there. He's not just going to like sweep it off and then put in a brand new staff. He's going to say, Hey, and he's key. He already made it clear that he's keeping Tom Gamble and he'd be a fool not to keep a guy who's experienced. Once again, going back to that principle we were just talking about, I'm going to, this guy has experience. He obviously knows what he's doing or he wouldn't have a job. So I'm going to keep him around and learn from him and see what he can bring to the table and see if he's on board with our vision you know going forward you know for now he's around but he he's also going to evaluate him to see if he's going to play ball with him too because if he's not obviously he won't last long but if he does then it's just another another experience piece to to his puzzle so so don't worry fans um, we have a ton of scouts that are evaluating talent. It, it, remember, Balky's the one who had final say on these picks. That's not to say that our scouts are bad. Our scouts are great. They have tons of guys that they bring over to them that they're evaluating, but the final say goes to the GM. That's how it works. In this case, it'll be a collaborative effort between John Lynch, I'm assuming – Adam Peters as well now and Kyle Shanahan and whatever coaching staff he brings in too because once they get hired once the Super Bowl's over they're going to go right back to work and they're going to start breaking down tape of every player we've got to figure out who fits who doesn't fit and who we need to bring in well I'm really excited I know you are too Uh, you know 49er faithful this is definitely a step in the right direction Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, we have to. We also have to remember there are a lot of holes. This team is a blank slate. We still don't have a quarterback. But you know, the nice part was that you know, out of all the teams, we were the most blank of states, and no one else had a quarterback. That also worked in our favor. Nobody had a quarterback. Whoever had a quarterback probably would, may have taken Kyle Shanahan away from us. Who knows? But no team had a quarterback. And so that worked in our favor. And what also worked in our favor is that we were just a blank slate. We were a, 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 a blank canvas that you could paint any picture on. And I think that we have the personnel in place. I can't wait for the Super Bowl to end so that they can announce Kyle Shanahan as the official head coach. And we can get to work and start looking ahead towards the draft. Yeah, I agree. I'm just I'm just excited to get to the draft now. Now that this guy Peters is in place and you start from the top down, um, this is great because now you have a guy that can help train John, that can show John what it's like because he's been working under Elway this whole time. So he's going to bring a lot of that wherewithal with him over to this to to our installation and start to input that stuff and John of course is going to feed it because John is actually good friends with John Elway, so they're good friends. So 
you know, John was obviously open to allowing Adam to go and explore this. Uh, and I think he said, I think, quote, he said, I know how much John Elway and the Broncos organization value and respect Adam. And I'm very grateful that they have allowed him to pursue such a tremendous opportunity. We are thrilled to have Adam join the team and look forward to creating something special together. And, and quote. And here's the other thing, too, is that Prague Marate. I think because there was such – we don't know – we're never going to know the specifics about what questions were asked in terms of control. But we do know that from John Lynch's interview, he said – they tried to ask, is Parag Marate your boss? He kind of chuckled at it and said, hey, Parag's a good guy. And from what people have been telling me, he's one of the best in the business in terms of contract negotiation and budget balancing, which he absolutely is. We've said it numerous times on here. This guy has an MBA out of Stanford, and he's doing exactly what you should be doing with that degree. What he shouldn't be doing is meddling in football because he's not a football guy. He's just not that guy. He's but not a what we do football know, guy. Hey, you, yeah, you're he not should. a football guy. He's not He's not that. But what he is going to do is he's going to help John and Adam and other people within the general manager and staff um, work out contracts for the players. He's That's what he does. So maybe he has an input and says, like, hey, I think he should get four years or X amount of years. And then Prague is going to put all the math together. Okay, how do the numbers fit within our budget, within our spending budget, and how can we make that work out long-term with incentives, with bonuses? Do we want to have it trickle up as, as he gets older? Do we want to have it trickle down as he gets older? Typically, you have it trickle up as, as the player gets older. Because as they get older, they want more money because they, they want to s- secure their retirement, of course. Understandable completely. But the thing is, I think this is this hire and based on the terms, even though we don't know the details of the term, but based on little inklings that I got from the, inter- the his conference today with press, is that this is going to kind of more or less solidify his position or, or his the, the dividing lines, meaning John Lynch is going to have a clear, defined role and he said he's going to report directly to Jed York. That is his boss. And Prague Marathe is, is going to maintain his his current role and maybe have less to say or less input in in the, the football operation, so to speak. The fo- not sort of contracts and numbers, but the football stuff, the X's and O's or percentages because he's kind of a – what's it called? Uh, he's kind of a money ball kind of guy. He's super yeah. strat, heavy stats guy, loves that and wants to be a part of the football knowledge think tank. you know. But I, I just don't think he fits in that role. I don't think he ever will. May I could be proven wrong, but I certainly don't want that to disrupt anything that we've established now with the new regime. Hey, Prague, hey, Prague, take those cleats off. You're inside an office right now. Calm down. This is ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that it's awesome. It's super awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw one more stat, one final Super Bowl stat before Sunday. The, um, I was telling you this this morning, the, the top, the four times the top scoring offense has competed in the Super Bowl. They have lost. They're 0 for 4. And the top four scoring offenses are the 2013 Broncos, the 2007 Patriots, the 1983 Washington professional football team, and the 1967 Raiders. Having said that, that's still just four teams. But when added to the stat of every time the number one scoring defense has been in the Super Bowl, they've won five of six times. It does paint a darker picture. And as you and I always talk about, defense wins championships. Uh, But at the same time, this is my long game. I am throwing all the shade at and support towards the Pats. 
because I secretly want the Atlanta Falcons to win. As do I. And I think the X factor is a couple of things. Number one, it is Dan Quinn having played the Patriots before. Number two, I think it's Kyle Shanahan. The last time he faced the Patriots, he did not have this kind of coordinator running his offense. And even then, that Seattle offense hung toe-to-toe with New England. And in addition to that, the third factor that a lot of people have not been talking about because it's obviously easy to get caught up within the glitz and glamour of an of a football team's offense, but the Atlanta Falcons defense has been playing just as good, if not up to par to what Dan Quinn wanted to do with that team throughout the playoffs. Ever since they got into the playoffs, they were very kind of up and down uh, bend, uh, almost kind of break and allow they would have, they would need Matt Ryan to kind of outshoot opponents in order to win games. And they got progressively better as the season went on. And then they became more elite. Once they got into the playoffs, they shut down Seattle, they shut down green Bay, and now they're in the super bowl against another offense, which will obviously be the best and the, the biggest test for them. But I think that they are up. I think they're playing at the same level that new England's defense is playing, which makes this matchup a very, very even match, but I'm going to still give the edge to the Falcons because of the X factors that I just said. I think it's time for a new era of, of, of winners to come in there. It's time for the old regime to take a step back. There's also a little bit more balance on the Falcons side of the football, but not by much. So this is going to be a really good game. I feel, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. And like you, there's that added incentive is with every quarter that drops, we get that much closer to the new era of San Francisco 49er football. Yeah, exactly. As soon as it ends, I'm just going to start waiting for the text messages to come in and my bleacher report to blow up so we can have an official announcement to Kyle Shanahan's hiring. I love it. Raymond, where can they find us? You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the goldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at the goldcast underscore. Make sure to add that underscore. And you can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher. That way, when we come live like we are today, although when you by the time you hear this, it will be recorded and put out. But when that happens, you can get a notification and then you can, boom, you can just turn it on, pop it in, listen, do it while you're working out, do it whenever, do it before you go to bed so you can have nice, sweet 49er dreams, whatever the case is may be. (laughs) Uh, But make sure if you're doing it on YouTube to click that little bell because you will not get notifications from YouTube or at least they're inconsistent unless you click that little bell. That way you do it. It's a new thing with YouTube. I don't know what it's, I don't know why they did that, but that's what you have to do in order to get notifications from youtube if you are big on youtube i'm big on youtube i love stitcher as well so whatever works for you raymond where can they find you you can find me on twitter at ray solith and you can also find me on the facebook page not my personal facebook page but the goldcast facebook page i'm usually the one that responds to people and i'm usually trying to do my due diligence to get articles or niner news up there as fast as possible so you guys can catch it and um catch it catch it well and i'm usually trying to put up articles about niner news up there on the page as fast as possible for you guys heck yeah you are you do a fantastic job you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rudy Solis third at Rudy Solis three R D. So concludes another edition of the Goldcast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host Rudy Solis the third, and with me is my brother, my co-host Raymond Solis the first, baby. Boom, 49er faithful.
We're coming back. We're coming back, baby. We'll see you next time. Same Goldcast time, same Goldcast channel. Boom! This is, is the Goldcast. Cast.